0: Player hater mode activated.
1: Today on the Player Hater Podcast, we bring you a conversation with Tim Black, also known as Tim the Bartender. Also, Mr. Hater receives an angry voicemail from a crazy chick. Plus, he talks with Corbin Macklin about some nasty sexual shit. Now here is the supreme narcissist of the moment. Dramatic pause wait for the beef to drop
2: yo what's going on Nickers? and welcome to the blade hater podcast and as you already heard coming up a little later on i'm gonna chop it up with this dude named corbin you remember him I introduced y'all to this motherfucker like a year and a half ago and we discovered then that Corbin Macklin ain't shit. It's been over a year and guess what? That nigga still ain't shit. Yeah, we're gonna talk about eating ass and all types of other sexual type shit a little later on. Also coming up later, some chick calls and leaves a message on my voicemail where she uh, curses me the fuck out, she threatens me, and then she calls me shady. Damn, what the fuck's that about? And yeah, we'll find out later. But right now, I had a conversation with this dude named Tim Black, a.k.a. Tim the Bartender. He's what you call a YouTube sensation. Yeah, he's an internet superstar Anyway, I'ma let old dude introduce himself and then we're gonna get into the conversation.
3: Hey guys, my name is Tim Black, a.k.a. Tim the Bartender, man. I'm a vlogger. I consider myself sort of like, uh, when I describe it, I tell people I'm like uh, the guy from, it's like John Stewart from The Daily Show, but uh, like the black version, I get into it. I speak bluntly and plainly brashly about all things that are happening in pop culture, news, and just try to make it funny but real. And that's what I
2: do. Okay. How long have you been doing that?
3: Uh it's coming up near nearly two years, man. Yeah. And uh it's been a it's been a crazy ride, bro. It's been a crazy ride. Hater. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I actually listened to uh, your latest podcast. Oh, I don't know if it's the latest one, but the one I listened to, you were talking about going to the Dr. Goon show and all that other shit. So, folks, what's going on with that?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, what happened was I did a video back in, like, November about a—you may be familiar with this. It was a woman in Arizona, a sister who left her children in a hot car. She went on the job interview. Mm-hmm. Um, when she came back from the job interview, the, the popo was sitting at her vehicle, had her children. And this became a big a big news issue because she said, you know, I'm homeless. I'm, trying to, I'm here at a job interview, trying to get my family off the street with me and my two children. They locked her up. So they locked her up. People became aware of it. A woman by the name of Amanda Bishop noticed it, and she created a GoFundMe page. Then the media grabbed hold of it. Next thing I knew, it was everywhere. So I did a video, a support video for the lady, because I thought instead of locking this woman up, maybe we should give her some support. Maybe, you know, Arizona specifically, they should be focusing on, you know, helping helping these single moms be able to, you know, have daycare. Because that, to me, was the issue. So they raised over hundred grand for this woman. Um, then it came out a few months later that she didn't do with the money what she was directed to do in order to forego sentencing right so the deal was the judge said look we'll drop the charges if you take of this hundred grand you take and put 60 of it in the trust for your children's education you keep the rest we'll drop the charges it's like it never happened she, she refused to do it bro <laughs> haters she said I don't, she said this is my money I don't want to give you. I don't want to put sixty grand in the trust for my kids. I should be able to do what I want to do with it. They said if that's, but we had a deal. If you go back on this deal, we're gonna take away our deal on our end. But she did. So I got pissed. I went and did a video about it. I was highly critical, highly critical of her not wanting to put the money in the trust. The court even negotiated, said, "Okay, go ahead and put forty grand in the trust. Keep sixty. She refused to do that, bro. She wanted. She said, I, I,
5: I, she said I, I'll do 35, but I can't do 40. So well, remember,
3: remember this is free money. This is money from people that
4: donated. But, you know, I mean, right? what's worse than that is she's negotiating her kids' future, though. I'm like, yo, I can do 35, but I can't do 40.
3: Right, right, right. Remember, this is for them... The money, that, the money that was collected was for her and her children so they could get off the street. The money was not for her. She a 40-year-old woman. We're not helping you. We're helping your kids, which were a 6-month-old and a 2-year-old. We want to help the kids. And now you're telling us the money that we gave to help your kids. You don't feel that you should have to help your kids with the money. You should be able to do whatever you want to do with the money. So, Hayter, when I made that video, hey. I went in, sir.
5: Bitch, we didn't give you that motherfucking money for you to run to the motherfucking club. You making us all look stupid, you motherfucker. We gave you that money to help you and your motherfucking kids, you welfare bitch. We ain't out here trying to make your motherfucking baby daddy turn into two chains. We gave that motherfucking money so you could get two square meals a day. You motherfucker That money should win the trust fund As soon as your fat ass Left the motherfucking courthouse You should have took that motherfucking money And put it on the books For your motherfucking kids Then you should have listened to the fucking civil activist That motherfucker And went on and took your ass to the job interview And got the fucking job And did what the fuck you supposed to do Do you know how hard it's gonna be To convince white folks The next time a sister needs some motherfucking help You lousy bitch you fucked it up for everybody, you fucked it up for yourself You are worthless, motherfucker, scum, piece of shit You are dog shit, that's what the fuck you are And the only thing that you can do at this point is say Hey, I fucked up, I'm so fucking sorry And give back every fucking dollar that you got Donate it all back And hide your fucking fat ass head in the fucking dirt You weave-wurring, chunky, smelly, lousy, fucking Worthless piece of excuse for a motherfucking mother
3: Yo fam, I went on the show, man um, First time on the airplane Go ahead and laugh, hater Go ahead and hate
4: Oh, you one of those type of niggas who never been on a plane before?
3: <laughs> <laughs> never said. All I've done is work. It. All I've done is work.
4: Man. All right. let well, me let me ask you because I'm always interested my motherfuckers like you. So, were you afraid to fly before that, or you just what was your whole attitude about flying on the plane? On the plane.
3: dude. My mom's my mom's always told me that she was always so, my mom is afraid of, of heights. I I'm not afraid of heights. So that was part of it. Like, she putting this shit in my head that, you know, you know, hikes, you know, planes, whatever. But I never really took time for myself on a leisure trip. I never had to fly for business. And I never really thought about flying on a leisure trip because I was always working. Always been a contractor. Somehow, if I didn't work, I didn't get paid. It was always. And then when I did get a full time permanent where I had vacation, I didn't fly. We drove. You know, like, we went to, like, Myrtle Beach. People into, like, New York. We just fly to New York. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm what, two and a half hours from New York. You know, I'm in, I'm in Maryland. You know, it's, it's really no reason to really, like, fly. I never really needed to.
4: Yo, so let's examine that because I like to examine motherfuckers. Like, I don't, you know, we don't know you, so we don't know your situation, but you did mention that you have always been, like, a contractor type like, dude. If you didn't work, you get, didn't get paid, which is totally understandable. But let me say have you ever thought about like wanting to chill out and take a break and enjoy life and enjoy yourself have you had that thought before and if not then is that something you think you could do moving forward?
3: dude i always want i've had people tell me man hey they say look you need to be focused more on doing shit you want to do stop working so hard you know um so i always in my mind said, you know what i'm going to get to this but it just happened at this time man it just it just became an opportunity now. It made sense. I mean, I'm trying to build a business, I'm trying to build a brand. Um, my head's been down the last two years focusing, focusing on work exclusively for myself. Um, so really, there was not in the cards for me to do it lately until this opportunity. And hey, look, what better opportunity to fly than when someone else is paying for it?
4: Yes, exactly. Hell yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying? Look, no stop. No stop. No layover. People
4: was like, what? <laughs> you got a five-hour straight flight? they like, oh, you lucky, son, you lucky. Nah, no doubt. And here's the thing, too. Let me ask you this, because it's my belief that niggas in general want to be famous. I-, I think people I think people want to be famous, but I think niggas specifically want to be famous. I mean, you look at all the shit that black people do just to be noticed. You know, they got fancy rims on your car, bumping music, driving down the street because you want other niggas to be jealous and you want the bitches to look. So it's my belief
3: that niggas, in specific, want to be fucking famous, and I think you just one of those niggas. You think I want to be famous, dude? I want to be rich, huh? I think the whole world wants to be famous, though. Everybody wants to be famous. That ain't that ain't just a nigga thing. That ain't a black thing. That's a that's a people thing. We all want other people to admire us. We want to be admired. It's not really. I, I don't think it's the fame. It's the admiration. People want to be. They want to confirm. They either want an affirmation or they want to confirmation, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. if you give that time a good life, I'm a people person, you know what I'm saying? I'm an extrovert. I can go out, talk to anybody, anywhere. I got footage. Like, when I was in L.A., I was interviewing dudes, interviewing dudes on the street. I ain't know. Just walk up, yo, and put them on camera and, and see what they doing, just like you doing now, you know? Um, yeah. They want to feel, they want to feel like, you know, I made them feel like, Thank somebody like like where opinion matters like let me get your for it. let me you know bring that out of you so i think that's the natural human thing man that everybody wants to feel that and if the more people the better you know what i'm saying the more the more people the better so like i don't really want like my idea for real haters not to be like famous man i want to build a network what i'm doing ain't about me all it's like and maybe if i'd have done this 20 years ago you feel me like if I can if I did it straight out of like high school or straight out of like when I went to college, it was like community college and shit like that. Like if I did it then, then maybe. But like now, like, dude, I wanna build a network, dude. I wanna I wanna ditty. I wanna, you know, I wanna finish in I wanna I wanna bring other people in and, and have other reporters. I wanna have other people on my network.
5: You are listening to the hottest relationship show in the country. Look here, it's Q in the house home stuff. Because, you know, he ain't... Just who are you? Man, allow me to introduce myself. My name's Clavel. And I am Howard Tibbs III. And we are Fucking Finger Productions. Mm -hmm. Let me give you one of my business cards. You know I'm fresh out. Howard! Bam! (laughs) Now, look here. Pay no attention
0: to the syrup and stuff on the front. We just came from Roscoe's Chicken and waffles.
4: Chicken's so dry, we had
1: to eat it in the range.
4: (laughs) You need to stop.
1: Anyways, let's get back to the player-hater podcast.
4: Nah, I totally understand that, brother. And let me, since you mentioned that, let me ask you, what is it that you want to do? You mentioned you want to build a network like that. Let people know what it is you're looking to build.
3: What I intend to do is take Jim Take Live, which is my primary YouTube channel. I want to take that and turn that into TTL Media, which is the part group of that. I want to create a media company where we focus on, look man, days the people sitting in front of the boob box, the you know, the dummy box, watching the news being regurgitated to them by old is old. Where they tell them the Democratic line or the Republican line. I want I think now we at a point where most news is consumed online. Most content is consumed online. We have an opportunity, we can bypass the gatekeepers. Now we can go at people. You feel me? Now we can get the truth. Now I can talk. I don't need to talk to, I don't need to listen to Tom Brokaw tell me what's going on. I can go. If I want to know what's going on with the government, I can talk to somebody in the government. I'm in D.C. right now. You want to know something about D.C.? I will go down and get the word for you. I can talk to people that work in that treasury department. I can talk to people offline who work in the state department. I don't need us to go through the gatekeepers who have that shit be, have it all pressure washed and told the way the government wants it sold. whatever whatever issue you feel me if you want to know how dc residents feel about having weed legalized that's my next thing i'm gonna go down to southeast son and i'm gonna talk to the people in the street we don't need that we don't need people uh sanitizing the news and depicting it in a certain way to make the sponsors and the special interests happen we want it for the people, and I think that's the power of social media. So that's what I intend to do. I intend to put people on my team in space. I want people in Missouri that were on the ground. I don't need to listen to Don Lemon. Fuck Don Lemon. I want somebody in Missouri. I, I felt bad that I didn't have a connect in Missouri to shoot to them. That was streaming for me, for my network in Missouri, getting it firsthand. I want to know what really happened when them when those cops got shot. I want to know. Does that look like an inside job to you? Does that look real? What you know? I don't. I don't want Don. I don't trust Don Lemon. I don't trust in M- MSNBC. I don't trust Fox. You feel me? And I think more people are feeling that way. And that's where I come.
4: No doubt. Very well said, brother. I appreciate that. And let me ask you. Okay, so now feel on the personal side of shit. Like, um, what's your situation? You married? You dating? What's things like for you right now, sexually? Not chilling? shit. Like
3: yeah. That? Right, 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 yeah, man. Um, I'm married, man. I've been married, I'm happily married, all that good shit, man. I haven't told anybody because like part of my brand with Tim the Bartender was like, you know, people like the fantasy book. Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm not looking for shit. Um I'm just trying to build and get my money right. Um Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that that whole that whole area, you know, part of Tim the bartender where I give like relationship advice and this and that. If I didn't have a successful thing going, I wouldn't be in that position. So I don't know why people think I'm not, you know, at least at all. <laughs> But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm good, man. All
4: right, so you mentioned relationship advice. And, you know, I sort of do the relationship conversation type thing all the time. So, like, okay, yeah. and what's something that bothers you as far as relationships go? Like, what's something you may have talked about before that pisses you off?
3: Well, you know, um... Well, I'll just tell you, one of the posts I made this morning, man, it was about telling people up front your intention. I think the more, I think when you're a younger dude or a younger woman, people tend to hide what they're really in it for. And I think that's where part of the problems come in. I mean, if you're upfront and honest about what you're looking for, if you're not looking for something long term, be open and honest about it. Be open and honest about it before the clothes come off, before the dude starts spending money before uh, people's feelings start really getting involved now don't get me wrong I don't think that's going to protect you from the stalker because we know how people are people b- believe that they can change your opinion down the line but at least you'll be able to say hey remember when we met I told you I wasn't looking for shit or I told you so at least you can say that when they, <laughs> when you get your restraining order
0: Hey, y'all. It's your girl Casey Lamus from the Black Kids Podcast you can find us at www.blackisonline.com, which is home not only to the Black Is Break podcast, but the Brothers Layman and Happy Hour and Culture Connection podcast. Every now and again, we'll give you a Movers and this podcast and the Reverend and the Raw podcast with Brother John Wood. So check us out there. Follow us on Twitter at Black Is Online and find us on Facebook at Black Is Magazine because you are now listening to the Player Header podcast. Peace.
3: I kind of reached the point now, Hater, where I feel like I got enough momentum where I can start going at guests like you doing there. I feel like I have enough momentum where I can start making it less about me and start interviewing people. You know, every week, that's what I'm looking to do. So my last podcast was sort of like an announcement to my people. Like, look, no more just the Tim, Tim Black show. No more of that shit. I need to start interviewing people, pulling them on my podcast and making it about whatever that topic is. And getting more interaction. For one, it's too much damn work to carry it out. My, my my podcast used to be like forty-five minutes to an hour. That's a lot of damn time to be talking about, you know, just talking shit. <laughs> so I'm like, that's too much work, man. Hey, now you could do a video version of that, hater. But I was like, come on, man, this is too much work. So yeah, yeah. In fact, I checked out one of your podcasts. The one, uh, I think you were rating a few black podcasts or so had black in the name. And I liked your flow. That's why, that's why I said, yeah, I, I, I'll agree to do this because I liked your little flow. I liked your uh, your presence. And the uh, it was interesting. But in your podcast, you said it. Hey, man, I like short podcasts. And I think it's in your mind you got to get over the idea that you got to do an hour. It's like it was in my head for whatever dumb reason, for real, that an hour was what I had to do. But once I changed that, I said, man, fuck, I can do it 30 minutes. Or oh, I could do 25 minutes, whatever I do, I'll do the podcast as long as it needs to be done. And not a minute more. You feel me? So yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad I woke up to that, man, and start changing my format, man. And and now that I'm gonna bring in other people, more interesting people than me. I mean, just keep it real, man. It's not all about us. It's about whatever the subject is. It's about the, the interesting things that you can ask other people you know it's, it's like you said man it's not just about trying to be a star it's about making other people the star it's, i want to bring dude i want to interview stephanie mills dog i want to interview uh tribe called quest man you know what i'm saying i want to talk to i want to talk to everybody you feel me i want to bring people back i want to bring back uh dougie fresh i want was the last time someone talked to dougie fresh so now that i'm at like the 30k mark man like Combining all my media shit together I like I reached like 30,000 people I'm like you know what Now I got a big enough platform Where I can say Plus the Dr. Phil shit When that shit airs I been say look Let me in the door That's all I want I just want to be able to talk to people And then not hang up immediately <laughs> That's my goal man. Is to be able to talk to people And then take the call You know what I'm saying That's it like I told my people, I said, look, I don't expect to be a star of this shit. I just want to get in the door where they say, oh, you okay? What's up, dog? And let me, and give me that 30 seconds to say what I'm about. For that 30 seconds to pitch a deal to them, my idea. You know, that's that's all I look for.
4: Nah, definitely, brother. So do me a favor so to help your situation out. Give out your social media information so folks can contact you and just follow your shit.
3: That's what's up, fam. Look, man, you guys can catch me on... Uh, YouTube, just type this in your search browser, I am timblack.com I point that to whatever's hot for me at the moment. Right now, I'm pointing that to my YouTube channels. I have a website called TimTheBartender.com. I'm on everything. It's Tim Bartender. Holl at me on, man, hell. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Vine. I'm on, on Mercat, where I stream live shit every day. I, I stream live, you should check that out too, hater. Um, any, any, I'm, I'm everywhere, I'm on Snapchat. I'm everywhere, baby. I can't, it's easier to ask me why I'm not than to ask me where I am, you feel me? Tim Black, AKA Tim the Bartender.
1: Allow me to take this time to issue a warning. Warning. This conversation is extremely graphic and quite frankly disgusting. Proceed with caution. Now here is the nastiest motherfucker that Mr. Player Hater knows. It's Corbin Macklin. Yo, what's going on, Corbin Macklin?
4: What's going on, my nigga? Long time no hear from. Man, I was just about to say that. Do you realize it's been over a year since the last time we saw? Damn. a year flu, man. I know. If I'm not mistaken, I think the last time we talked, it was like October 2013. Motherfucker, 2013. Shit. I ain't think it was that long, man. I ain't think we set out all of 2014, man. Yeah, we set out all of 2014. We, we were redshirted all of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, we just, we gave up all that practice time, going to class for nothing. I know, man. I mean, all you know. Looking back at this shit, I think I only put out like three podcast episodes the whole year, like three. I was on some serious. I was like fucking with this shit type shit, man. White bitches, man. (laughs) What's that getting
0: on them? I say getting on them white bitches, man. Oh, well, we're out we're,
4: we're here. Talk- yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the white bitches in a minute. got to talk about... Yeah, I gotta talk about something that I actually went on a rant about on one of my episodes. That was one of the three that I did last year. And that was, uh-huh. uh, yeah, about you eating ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you ate that so. you Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know the only reason i'm bringing it up is because we hadn't talked about it i know this shit is passing. it's it's old news Uh, you know it's it's not old it's Uh, not old news man it's not old news
0: like it's it's only old news if i haven't eaten ass in a while but trust me uh, like in the last year you know what i'm saying like i didn't wear a shirt
4: eating that ass all right, so since since you, you mentioned that, then I, I, I'm forced to ask, like, when's the last time you ate some ass? <sighs> I was just
0: thinking about it while I was saying that, man. It's been within the last month. I know that. You know what I'm saying? I got one of these chicks that, um, you know, like, she literally just comes through to, like, you know, kick it, maybe drink, smoke something, eat, and then, you know, like, get into some action and shit, um... it's been about
4: somewhere in the last month it ain't been more than two months I know that Okay, so my next question is trust me I got a lot of them but my next question is (laughs) right, now when we had our conversation like over a year ago we talked about the fact in one of those conversations we talked about the fact that you love to eat pussy which is another thing I don't like to do at all but you love to eat pussy you even said that you loved it and I remember this because it was delicious yes I haven't had any bad experiences.
0: Like, you know how niggas talk about how pussy stank, and shit like that. Yeah, I would be one of those niggas, right? Yeah, I, I've never like, you know, like, are you saying when you say pussy stink, are you saying it's a pussy in its natural state? You know, like good, clean pussy, just be foul.
4: Well, okay, let me put it like this. Stink may be strong. I have a sensitive nose. I'm just a sensitive dude all around when it comes to sense. smells and shit like that and it has to be absolutely perfect for me i'm a pussy snob my shit's got to be absolutely perfect and okay so I, i can't say that it stinks but it's not always to my liking how about that
1: this portion of the show is being brought to you by ass eaters mouthwash where their motto is Your breath will still smell like shit. Only now it will smell like shit and mint. That's disgusting. Now, back to the show.
0: Well, yeah, like, for me, I'm a savage, man. Like, um, the same chick I'm talking about, like, um, she ain't too cool or keen on this. But my favorite thing is when she come over like straight from work or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just been marinating
4: like all day. Uh oh, you know and here we go with this marinating shit again. I remember this is- <laughs> look look that, that's where we differ a lot. It's like to <laughs> be I'm just the opposite. I'm just the- when I pick a chick up or if the chick comes over, I'm like go straight to the in the shower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, like I'm different man. Like, you know, yeah, like I'm I'm reaching out to the left of me where I got a bag of pennies just for sniffing purposes. I need to have a refresh, like need to like rub up on my foot, these more or something. Yeah, like, you I, I
4: yeah. Like I think all you're just a dude. Uh, you're a different <laughs> dude, <laughs> and and you got your idiosyncrasies as far as um, fetishes, I guess, about what you like. And you like sniffing panties right. and eating pussy and licking ass. And the other thing I was going to say is, and we can go, we can go back to and suck into those right and all uh, <laughs> that you into. But what I was going to ask you though is, you said I'm setting it up. You said you love eating pussy because it's delicious. Now, do you feel the same way about ass? Like, do you like the way ass tastes? Can't really say that I did,
0: you know. I can't really say like, yeah, man, all that, butt and fecal matter or whatever. It's just <clears> you know, but it's not like one of those things where it's so disgusting. Because for one thing, man, if I open up the crack of her ass and I see all kind of you know crumbs and shit in there, that's a no go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. I'm, I'm a savage, but I ain't that savage. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't. It gotta, it gotta be clean. You know, as clean as an asshole could be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah, that's just wild business. Like you know, you just open it up. And she ain't white well, and you just see stuff spreading all out. So no.
4: Nah. Ah, look, look,
0: look. Yeah, your brother.
4: You're a little too graphic. <laughs> Even for me, you're like a little too graphic. I'm sorry. I'm said. sorry. Not I'm offended to the children in the audience, <laughs> right? Uh, even just the to sensitive to people like me who don't who don't want to hear about ass crimes. I'm just saying. Now I understand it's all real, you know, know. We all have have those afflictions and shit like that. We have to deal with ass issues, but it's bad enough that we talking about eating ass, but then we getting graphic on top of that. <laughs> hey, you
0: asking the questions, man? I'm just trying to answer them, man. Oh no, you know, no, paint, no! no, I'm trying to paint the
4: picture or the tapestry of this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And look, I wouldn't expect anything less from a dude who last year called himself the best ass eater. I wouldn't expect anything less, brother. So I mean, I expected to get a little graphic. Yeah, I'm still
0: just mad that you was like, "Wait, this nigga on Twitter calling himself the best ass eater?" Like, just made a whole show around like nigga eating ass. <laughs> With this nigga. As matter of fact, I think I played it for her, and she was just laughing at the whole shit. <laughs>
2: So welcome back to the Player Hater Podcast. right, so uh, here's the situation. It's yesterday afternoon, it's a Saturday afternoon, and I had conversations lined up with a bunch of different folks for the podcast, and this chick right here was just one of many folks that I spoke to yesterday. And keep in mind that during the week, I sent her a DM on Twitter, we went back and forth actually on Twitter, trying to set this shit up. I sent her a message initially and asked her, say, yo, would you like to come on the podcast and have a conversation? she said yes right away no rob so all throughout the week we just trying to schedule that shit like when is it good for you and it's good for you all that type of shit so if i send you a message on twitter and i ask you if you want to come and have a conversation for the podcast why would you not think that i'm going to be recording this shit so anyway saturday afternoon comes we have the conversation and sometime during the conversation she finds out that i critiqued her brother's podcast called welcome to the village and i call that shit whack as hell with potential which it is whack as hell with potential And right after she found out about that shit, her whole attitude changed. She got upset and a little salty and wanted to get off the motherfucking phone. So I was like, alright chick, get the fuck off the phone. So we hung the fuck up. And right after that, I had another conversation with Corbin Macklin. So anyway, she shoots me a little DM on Twitter asking me if the conversation was recorded. I'm like thinking, hell yeah, the conversation was recorded, chick. It was for the podcast in the future. Anyways, I ignored that shit and kept having my conversation with Corbin Macklin. So obviously she called in during this conversation with Corbin and couldn't get me, so she left me a voicemail message. And here's what the fuck this chick had to say.
3: Received March 21st
0: at 4.58pm. So, I find it funny that now your fucking phone goes straight to fucking voicemail. Cool. You're a shady-ass individual, you really fucking are. Never once did you fucking say, not once did you say that we were fucking recording. All we were doing was having a fucking conversation. All we were doing was we were just talking.
3: And I kept asking what was the point of this damn conversation. The whole time I kept asking you what was the point of this whole fucking conversation Because I'm sitting here thinking you want to network I'm sitting here thinking you want to be on the fucking Angry Panda Entertainment
0: show I'm sitting here thinking maybe you wanted me to be on your show So we could talk about Angry Panda Entertainment This whole
3: fucking time This whole fucking time you fucking recorded my fucking conversation you recorded my whole fucking conversation. Let me find out that you use that shit in your one of your fucking podcast crank episodes. Let me fucking find out. 'cause I'm so I feel so fucking disrespected right now. And you know what? If you want to use any type of content, guess what? I authorize you to use this shit right here. That I'm leaving on your voicemail. You
4: are. You can absolutely use this shit. I want everyone to fucking know what a shady individual you fucking are. You are
2: fucking shady. This is not how you conduct fucking business. Aw, ain't that cute? Chickie Boo is a little upset. <laughs> Whatever, Chick. Look, how the fuck can you not know that the conversation is being recorded now to be released later on? If I invite you to come on my show and talk about what's going on in your corny, whack-ass life, then any logical person would know that the shit's being recorded now to be released later on. I mean, it ain't like we friends and I sent you a little note and was like, Hey girl, how you doing? Let's get caught up in old times. And then I recorded the conversation. Chick, I don't know you. We ain't friends. We met over the motherfucking internet. And besides that, there's a certain way you go about shit. You don't come at me the way you come at me. I mean, young dumbass chicks do shit like that. But that's not the way you're supposed to handle business. The way you're supposed to come at me is like, hey, hater. I didn't realize the conversation was being recorded. Is it possible that you cannot release it on your podcast, or can you just flat out delete it? And I would have been like, sure, chick, no fucking problem. I've done that shit many times before, where people were like, yo, can you not release certain portions of that, or can you just delete the whole shit? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I've done that shit many times before. But you chose to do it like a young, dumbass chick would do, as if you could whoop my ass or something. (laughs) Chick, what I suggest you do is continue playing video games and grow the
1: fuck up. Thank you for tuning into another hater cast. You can follow the show on Twitter at Mr. PlayerHater and on Facebook as Urban Snobcaster. So until the next time, remember to avoid crazy ass voicemail chicks and remember to keep your motherfucking hate up.